Welcome everyone to the first annual Halloween on Christmas. Here at Definition of Fuck, we're cozying in on this chilly, snowy night and diving into the macabre. But first, I'm Justin. And I'm Sydney. And today we're talking ghosts. We're going to start off with a ghost story to set the tone. And after, we'll talk about our own ghost stories and theories. So pour a Christmassy drink, turn down the lights, spark up the candles, and get under the covers. Because it's going to get spooky. (laughs) The reason we're starting off with a spooky story is because... In Victorian England, it was actually a Christmas tradition to sit around the fire and tell spooky stories to pass the time. I like that better than regular Christmas, honestly. That's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Now, I love Christmas, but I love spookiness. Mm -hmm. I love horror, so let's just, you know, sprinkle a little bit onto our Christmas. Dive right in. Give it a bit of spice. (laughs) So without further ado, the first spooky story of the first annual... The night was quiet. The cool breeze came and went like the breath of a sleeping child. But I was not peacefully asleep, as the murmur had begun again. It had been going on for a few months now. We'd moved into our new home last year, and everything had been perfect. The view of the park across the road was amazing. Not like our previous home, which was an apartment facing many other apartments. The rooms were spacious as well, and I immediately chose mine when I went in. It was only a few nights after that the noises began. It was always in the same order. A man shouting very loudly, then a woman screaming, then some murmuring, and it would end with children screaming. But the one that bothered me the most was the murmuring. It would always sound like it was coming from my room, like there was some invisible people next to my bed or something. And the funny part was that no one else had ever heard these noises. My parents and older sister always gave me a weird look whenever I brought these issues up. My sister would always say, it's probably from some other house. You're a guy. You shouldn't be getting scared of stuff like this. Well, tonight I thought to myself as I lay in bed, I would find whether these noises were coming from our house or from outside. I found my torch in the drawer next to my bed and slowly walked outside my room. It was two in the morning, and I knew that, from the previous experiences, that the noise would start in about five minutes. I was not wrong. The man's voice started rising in volume, and the woman's voice sounded as if she were crying. I followed the voices down the stairs and realized that they were coming from our basement. Unable to control myself, I opened the door swiftly and shouted, Whoever's down there, you better leave now, or I'm calling the police. Immediately after, I said that a strong gust of wind swept past me and almost knocked me over. I was about to go down the basement stairs to check when a deep male voice boomed behind me. You shouldn't be here, boy. I immediately turned around to find no one behind me. I ran up to my room and locked myself in. My whole body was shaking, and I quickly covered myself with my blanket, even my face. I forced myself to go to sleep that night, woke up with a high temperature. Couldn't bring myself to tell anyone, because even when I thought about the incident, my hands would start shaking. After a few more sleepless nights, I decided to go to the local library to see if I could find any information about the house. As I read through the old preserved articles on the microfilm machine, I shuddered when I found an article about that very house that I was staying in. A murder had taken place 50 years ago, in 1965, where a man named Alan Swindle had stabbed his wife repeatedly, then found his two children who were hiding, and strangled them to death. He had called the police to confess his crime before shooting himself in the head. What shocked me more was that the murdered children used to stay in my room. I didn't know what to think, and my mind was abuzz with so many thoughts as I left the library that day. When I got home, I went straight up to my room and stayed there. I heard my parents knocking on my door in the evening, but they left after a while, probably thinking that I was asleep. That night, the noises began again, as they always did. This time, for some odd reason, I felt like I had to know what was going on in the basement. I wanted to tell the spirits to leave my house, just give me a fucking break. It was frustrating enough that I was the only one hearing these noises, but it was also severely affecting my sleep, and I couldn't take it any longer. 
As I started to get off my bed, the murmuring began. But this time, they sounded even closer than they usually did. It was almost intelligible this time, but I left my room before my mind could properly register the words. I crept slowly down to the basement door and I could hear the man's voice shouting from below. I opened the basement door and shouted once more, Get out of my house, Alan. You don't belong here anymore. The moment the words escaped my lips, I heard heavy footsteps coming up from below the basement. I quickly ran back to my room and shut my door, shaking just as I had a few nights back. I heard the footsteps coming up the stairs and stopped right outside my room. As I peeked over my blanket, the door swung open with great force, and standing outside was a man covered in blood. His right eye, all the way to the right cheek, was just a huge gaping hole, bleeding profusely. The next thing I knew, he was sitting on top of me, his cold hands wrapped around my neck and squeezing tightly. As I tried to shout for help, I saw two children, a boy and a girl, cowering at the corner of my room. They were whispering something, but I could hear it pretty loudly. It was then that I realized that they were saying, they kept repeating the words, don't go, over and over again. My mind finally registered the murmuring I had heard in my room prior to this incident. The words I had heard then were don't go as well. The man continued strangling me, and I started to feel the air escaping my body. My eardrums were thundering loudly in tandem with my slowing heartbeat. If only I would stopped to listen to the whispers, I may not have ended up in this situation. I thought about my parents and my sister, and how they would react when they found my dead body the following morning. I had already accepted my fate, that I was going to die that night. Tears started rolling down my face, mixed with the saliva drooling from the madman above me. His remaining eye was filled with a violent rage, and as I breathed my last breath, the last thing I saw was a sadistic smile on his face, a smile that was filled with malice. So that was a spooky ghost story. That was a spooky ghost story. That was scary. It was, um, it was intriguing because, like, there was no happy ending, you know? No, yeah. <laughs> like, most ghost stories, it's like, there's some sort of, like, relief at the end, mm -hmm. usually. This but, bad like, thing happened, and I found the thing to break the curse. And then I died. Yeah, no, this one was just I died. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Keeping yeah, it spooky on Christmas, baby. Yeah, that was a good story. I was very intrigued, that's Sp for sure. <laughs> speaking of ghost stories, do you have any? Uh, I've got a couple. Yeah? Not like ghost stories, but like personal experiences with the paranormal. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah? Yeah, okay. hit me with one. So, I guess like the first incident that I recall was... Because I get sleep paralysis a lot. So fucked up. Not as much now. I used to get it quite a bit. That's so fucked. Yeah. I've never had sleep paralysis. Oh, it's terrifying. Like... I Ugh, I never want it. For <laughs> anybody who doesn't know, do you want to describe it real quick? Like, explain it? Yeah, okay. So, sleep paralysis is when your body is asleep, but your mind is awake. So, you're stuck in between reality and dreamland, basically. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it's always, like, mostly terrifying. I've had a couple experiences that, like, I hear, like, wind rustling through trees or something or just, like, weird noises and, like, that's fine. Fairly minor. Yeah, but a lot of the times it's fucking terrifying. Like, the last time it happened, I remember telling you about it. Mm -hmm. I was in bed, obviously. Um, I had woken up in sleep paralysis, so I couldn't move, couldn't open my eyes, nothing. I heard the back door. So, our bedroom is in the basement and right when you get up the stairs, it's the back door. Yeah. And our dog's kennel is in the porch. I woke up to the sound of the back door slamming shut. Mm -hmm. uh, we lock our door, so no possible way that, you know, anybody was even slamming the door. Yeah. I heard our dog Rowan barking, mm -hmm. as she does when people come in. Yeah, loses I, her mind. Yeah, oh yeah. So I heard that, and then I also heard somebody, like, fast walking yeah down the fucking stairs towards our bedroom Ooh, like not running no like just a fucking creepy fast walk confident stomp yeah like they're on their way to fucking <laughs> <laughs> to me that's worse than running yeah i hate the sound of like running footsteps mm -hmm. but when it's just like bang 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 it's not quite running it's just like speed that, walking yeah. some michael myers shit mm -hmm. 
fuck all of that. That happens a lot during sleep paralysis for some reason. Like, I remember it. I've had it in probably every room in this house because this is my childhood home, right? Yeah. I've had it in the living room. I've had it. The first time I ever had it was in that room. Like, like that, our old bedroom? Yeah, our old bedroom. Yeah. And now the basement. But yeah, so that's terrifying. Um, But the first, like, paranormal experience I had was sleep paralysis because, oh. like, I guess it can be, like, brushed off as just some weird phenomenon that happens. Yeah, it can be explained scientifically. Mm-hmm. However, there is a paranormal aspect to it. Yeah, it's still scary because I remember the last time it happened, I sat up in bed and I looked at my other dog, Salem, and he, yeah. like, he was sleeping. Yeah, yeah. He didn't hear anything. Rowan was not barking. Yeah. Nobody was marching down the stairs, you know, but it's <laughs> yeah. so realistic and the way your brain, like makes it seem so fucking realistic like it it how do i explain it it sends like a signal location as to where you are and it matches the surrounding like your surroundings it it maps out the house yeah and it plunks down the audio to where it needs to be appropriately for where you are yeah it's specific and it's weird it's fucked mm-hmm. but the first time that i like associated it with like a paranormal instance right was it was the first time i had ever experienced sleep paralysis okay i was maybe 11 and i was laying in bed obviously woke up in sleep paralysis had no fucking idea what it was right you know it was the very first time i'd ever experienced it so i remember laying there couldn't move my body whatsoever yeah i could just barely open up my eyes like Mm -hmm. just barely i could just little slivers yeah and i could see my doorway and so my bed was facing the doorway Mm -hmm. and all i saw was a shadow of a man wearing a trench coat and a hat ah the hat man i know about this man he is a worldwide phenomenon yes people have seen him everywhere Everywhere, in every country, and every continent, mm-hmm. people report seeing this hat man. Mm-hmm. He always looks the same. Silhouette man, trench coat. Black hat. Black, well, he's like... he's just like a shadow, yeah. It's kind of like a bowler hat. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And that was the first time I had ever, like, associated... The first time I ever had sleep paralysis, and the first time I had ever been like, what the fuck? Like, it reminded me of um, the movie The Crow. Oh, sure. I don't know why. It just, like, somehow my brain registered that's that's him standing in my doorway. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. And, like, learning as I went and as I got older that people see this man everywhere. Yeah. He's just, like, a worldwide phenomenon. It's crazy. And see, that's why it can be tied to paranormal. Yeah. Because, like, it can be explained that your brain, you know, like you just said, your body's asleep, but your brain wakes up. Mm-hmm. They're not on the same la- You're wavelength. still in a REM cycle, so your brain's, like, extremely active. Yeah. However... The hat man in specific is a being seen by thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of people yep. all throughout the world mm-hmm. who oftentimes don't have access to the internet and stuff. So it's yeah. not like a it's not like they read about it and then Your had brain it just fabricated it. No. Like at eleven years old, did you know who he was? I had no fucking idea. Right? No idea. And then you find out later mm-hmm. that everyone sees this man? Yeah. Not everybody, but a lot of people a who have people sleep have... paralysis? Yeah. It's fucking weird. I don't know. I know he's like associated with sleep paralysis, but people have seen him like just without too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I don't ever get like a bad vibe from him. Right. I've read up on him, obviously, because I, you know, got curious. Mm-hmm. Some people say that he brings like he's a bad omen right he brings you know he's the bearer of bad news something bad's gonna happen but i never got that vibe sort of a neutral vibe yeah like it's, it sounds like a terrifying situation to be in yeah and it was thinking back you're laying there paralyzed you can't move you're looking in your doorway and you just see a man like a, the shadow of a man standing there yeah that sounds fucking terrifying what well, is terrifying but i didn't feel scared Right. I felt very neutral, very calm, weirdly enough. Like, it's, I don't know, it's super strange. He's more of a, I like to think of him as an observer. Yeah, almost. Because he doesn't really interact. I've also read that he is, like, kind of a guide into, uh, like, spirituality. Okay. He's kind of, like, the first um, sign that you're progressing into spirituality. And he's, like, the kind of person, or I guess being, that would, like, take your hand Mm -hmm. and guide you through it. Okay. And is kind of, like, always there just watching to make sure that you're on the right track. Right. Yeah. That's an interesting theory. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. I'm, like... I really don't want sleep paralysis, <laughs> no. but I'm a little bit jealous that you've seen him. 
because I'm so into this type of thing. I've seen the hat man in person. Right? You think I met a celebrity in. Exactly. <laughs> you met like an interdimensional celebrity. Mm-hmm. I, I've known about the hat man since I was uh, probably about 13 or 14 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, then I found out he was like a thing that people see. And there is a part of me that would love to see the hat man. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just so cool. It's scary but it is cool it's very scary it baffles me that it's just like so many people have seen him you know what i mean very unexplainable to me yeah like and there's no explanation to it whatsoever no because he never comes with bad news people say that but i've never experienced that maybe people just associate it with that like they have this weird experience and then something bad happens to them and they go i saw the hat man yeah yeah that makes sense Maybe it's not him, but they're kind of just, like, putting things together in their mm-hmm. head. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, that's cool. It's strange. But I I haven't seen him since. Well. So, I don't know what the fuck it was. But He must have thought you were doing okay and didn't have to observe anymore. I guess so. <laughs> You're good to go. I don't know. Um, another thing that I, uh, I guess I associate with paranormal activity mm-hmm. would be seeing, like, black shadows ah shadow people and orbs and stuff like just in my day-to-day life yep um there's times where like i'll be talking (laughs) i'll be talking to you okay and i'll just kind of like veer off (laughs) like look behind you and you're like you turn around you're like what the fuck and i'm like sorry i just like i saw something i don't know what the fuck yeah i don't like when that happens (laughs) i i like i love horror stuff and spooky stuff it's kind of who i am Mm -hmm. however when I'm talking to you, and then you're like, oh, yeah, for sure. And then you just look behind me. I fucking whip around, pulling a knife. The fuck's back there? And there's nothing there ever. And then I'm like, what? What? What is it? And you're still just looking there, like, because you're trying to figure out what you saw in your own head. Yeah. And meanwhile, I'm just l- sitting there like, okay, please Freaking tell me the what fuck you've up. seen. And you're like, oh, yeah, no, nothing. It's fine. <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, it's fine. I'm fucking having a panic attack over here. Because I know it's not fine. There was something there. It's just normal for me, though. Like, seeing weird orbs and shadows and stuff. Yeah. And it's never, like, a full-blown apparition. Mm-hmm. I never, I'm, I'm never able to make out what it is. I just see it in my peripherals. Yeah. Or, like, I don't know. It's fucking, it's super hard to explain. Well, no, no, no. Just like a blip of shadow and then it's gone. Yeah. I've seen those um, at the place that we used to work. I I worked in the kitchen and there was always some black figure. The shadow people. The shadow people. They love chilling in that old Mm -hmm. ass building. Mm -hmm. I would see them in the corner of my eye all the time to the point where I would see them so often that I, it didn't even spook me anymore? Yeah, that's how it was when I was there, too. Yeah, I just continue cooking. At first, I was like, oh, 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 what the fuck? Because like, you see them everywhere. And I remember yeah. one of our coworkers, I hadn't talked to anybody about it yet because I was still kind of trying to, like, figure out what the fuck it was. Yeah, and you don't want to sound weird yeah. to your coworkers. Yeah. And I remember he was sitting at the bar, and I was like, so, question for you. Um, is this place, like haunted or is there any like you know knowledge of it being haunted or something he's like ah you've seen the shadow people <laughs> yeah and i was like what the fuck okay so i'm not the only one yeah 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 <laughs> yeah and, and like i hadn't talked to anybody about it he just knew yep because they were there like uh, yeah yeah was, i forgot all about that until you brought it up actually yeah yeah i used to see them there all the time mm-hmm. i uh i see them in my current place as well not very often but they're there but i have seen I think there was only two instances. One was pretty prominent. Mm-hmm. But the, you know, the most prominent one I ever saw was actually, it was kind of the opposite. It was a completely white figure. Weird. Like bright white. Mm-hmm. Bright, bright, bright. Like, um, well, basically I was, uh, I was living um, with my old stepdad, you know, my mom's boyfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. And I kind of dwelled in the basement I had uh, basement dweller. That's me, little <laughs> goblin boy down there. <laughs> Fucking troll. <laughs> I, I little bit was like a little, uh, little goblin troll boy <laughs> in the basement. That's where I like to spend my time. But the way this basement worked was there was like a, a living room area, and that was I had my bed in there off to the side, and then like a couple couches and my TV and my my freaking sweet Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. Shouts out Xbox 360. 
and there was like a wall, like an L-shaped wall, and then behind that was the uh, like washing machine and deep freeze and, and my bedroom and stuff like that. So there was an entrance on either side behind this wall to get to the, the like storage room and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, my friend and I were sitting on my couch watching something, and by the way, there's no windows down there, and we both turned our heads at the same time to the left mm-hmm. because we both saw a bright white human figure standing in one of the doorways Mm -hmm. as i was looking over to look at it i saw my friend out of the corner of my eye also looking over at the same time Mm -hmm. so it appeared we both saw it we whipped our heads over and it was gone so i was like well maybe you know a truck drove by or something and because you know how they like the light shines yeah yeah but there's no windows down there There was no way that there was like a light anomaly from a vehicle or something mm-hmm. like that. Nothing had changed. And it was clearly like a human figure. And you guys both saw it. And we both saw it. Yeah. And I turned back to him and I was like, ah, uh, yeah, you see that? And he's like, yeah, dude. <laughs> Let's go for a bike ride. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go now. Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> that's yeah. yeah that's creepy yeah it's not like as scary as you think though you know what i mean like a no. lot of horror movies portray ghosts as like ah you know jump scares spooky yeah. but when you actually see something that you can't explain in real life you more or less just kind of okay <laughs> like, yeah it's i think maybe just because it's so confusing yeah it's, your brain's trying to process what the fuck you just saw yeah it's yeah. not always scary no it's just like oh oh, oh all right mm-hmm. and then you just kind of move on I remember the the most activity I've ever like experienced in my life yeah. was when I worked at mm-hmm. um it was a bar and it was known to be haunted. People had stories and stuff about it, but yeah. um I had obviously never experienced it until I started working there. Um the first working time there. working there. <laughs> <laughs> The first time I noticed anything, it would always be when I was in the washroom. So let me preface this by saying I was usually alone in this building. Mm -hmm. Um, I would open the bar and I would be the last one there at night to close. So a lot of the times it was just me and whatever fucking ghosts were in that building. (laughs) (laughs) So first time I ever noticed it, I was always like in the washroom and I would hear somebody just walking around upstairs. Yeah. And this this building is it's pretty big. There's basement, main floor, which where the that's where the bar was. Yep. Um, a level above, and then another level above that. Yeah, tall. Very tall. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would always hear like just walking around upstairs. Yeah. A lot of the times, I would be like, maybe they're doing construction, or maybe the owners are here. Like you know, like I would always try to like justify it. I try to do the same thing mm-hmm. whenever something weird happens to me. Although I am a big fan of these things, mm-hmm. I am sort of a skeptic. Not in the way that I don't believe them, mm-hmm. but I want to come up with a reasonable explanation a behind logical it. Logical explanation, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. So I would always do that, and then kind of brush it off. And then I remember the one time I was standing there, and I saw somebody walk past the doorway, like from the front door. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it was a snowy day. Yeah. And like it's not because the ATM was just past the door. Yep. And it was a two-bar location, so like there was one bar. And then the doorway would go all the way back to the other bar. Like the club part. Yeah. So they would have to walk past the lobby area in order to get to the club. Yeah. Um, I saw somebody, full figure apparition, walk past the doorway. Like a, and not even like strange looking, just a person? Just a black figure. Oh, okay. Yeah. There was no like, I couldn't make out any features. And it was so fast that I just like, I didn't have time. right? Right, right. So I seen it walk past to the point that I was like, what the fuck? Like the not open yet yeah so i walked around because you can go in through the back way yeah walked into the back area i was like hello no one was there i was mm-hmm. like what the fuck so i walked over to the atm thinking maybe they just came to get money out nobody was there yeah. i went and checked the front door there was no like f- snowy footprints coming right. in from outside right so i was like what the fuck and it was super weird i've witnessed straws fly off the bar yep I have the the last part of it before I ended up uh, quitting. Mm-hmm. I was standing in the lobby area. Something had grabbed my ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Little sex sex pervert ghost. <laughs> yeah. Full blown grabbed my ass. I thought it was one of my coworkers. Mm-hmm. I turned around. No one was there. It's like, what the fuck? And I mean, look, if I was that ghost, I'd be doing the same thing. <laughs> you seen that thing? 
You seen that freaking dump truck? Yeah, a couple times. <laughs> Thing goes bedoinking. <laughs> Anyways. Sorry, whoa, getting worked up. Another time I... <laughs> Another time I uh, heard somebody call my name from the other part of the bar. Mm-hmm. I thought it was my coworker. She was there yeah. with me. She was in the back um, making food and stuff. And so I went back there. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, like, what do you need? She pops her headphones out. She's like, what? like what do you want like you called my name she's like i didn't call your name i was like bitch yes you did please like, don't fucking lie to me right now like, please tell me you call my name and it still could have been her but i don't know the, the amount of like shit that went on in that place and yeah. then one of the last things that had happened we were standing by the smoke area mm-hmm. she had her back turned to this like door and it's like a heavy door where we kept all our stock so it would automatically lock when you closed it yeah so I'm facing the door. Like a cooler door? Um, yeah, kind of. It like went to this like cool, like colder area, I guess, where we stored beer. <laughs> like a cooler? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. No, not, not like a cooler, like a colder area. It's not a cooler, but it's like an, uh, kind of, uh, it's a colder room, okay? But sure. it's not a cooler. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and anyways, I was standing there facing the door. She was facing me. Mm-hmm. She's telling me a story, just yapping away. And then the fucking door opens. And, like, slowly starts to open. And I'm, like, fucking hitting her arm. Like, trying to get her to stop talking and turn around so that she could see it happening, too. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, that was... That was it. Freaking spooky. Yeah, a lot of shit went down there. It was... It was a good place to work, but it was definitely, like, there was a lot of activity there. I was in that building um, a lot of times. Mm -hmm. But I was always there during uh, party hours. Yeah. And when I would go there, I would always get belligerently wasted. Mm-hmm. So I never experienced anything other than falling asleep at the booth almost every single night <laughs> and taking my pants off and stuff like that. But, you know, since I was getting real wasted and it was party hours, I never experienced anything like mm-hmm. that. Um, I do have a story myself about hearing something strange. Not my name. Mm-hmm. But very strange. And this is very interesting to me because I've never heard anybody report something like it. Mm-hmm. I l- used to live in a house with one of my good friends. And weird things would happen all the time. Like uh, shit would fall off. I remember one time we were, we were sitting in the living room watching some movie. I don't remember. And uh, all of a sudden something out of the sink popped out of the sink and hit the floor. What the fuck? And we both looked at the kitchen, looked at each other, and we both were like, eh, it didn't happen, right? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> cool. We just continued on. Um, my room in that house would often smell like rotting. Oh. Yeah. Off and on, though. Mm-hmm. Like flesh rotting. Ooh. Which is very strange. Yeah. Um, nothing had died in there. That you knew of. That I knew of. <laughs> But yeah, like one day it would smell like rot and the next day it wouldn't. And then a week later it would smell like rot. It was very strange. Yeah, that is weird. But the strangest thing that happened in that place is we were both standing in the living room talking to each other and we both quit talking because we heard something weird. (laughs) I turned to him and I was like, did you fucking hear that dude? And he's like, yeah, a woman's voice. And I was like, no, knocking. What? Yeah, so we both heard something at the same time. He heard a woman's voice, and I heard knocking on wood. Just two entirely different things. Yeah, that's why it's so interesting to me. I've never heard anyone say anything like that before. Mm. Like, you both hear a paranormal anomaly, but they're two separate sounds? Yeah, that's weird. Very strange. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, like, it it wasn't quiet. It was loud, like, bang, 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 bang. Yeah. And he didn't hear a knocking at all. What the fuck? He heard a woman's voice clear as day. That's so strange. So strange, right? Yeah. Really interesting. Yeah. And also, you mentioned um, you heard people walking above you at that job. Mm-hmm. Rec- very recently, within the last month. Mm-hmm. Um, so my apartment, I live in an apartment, but it's a house. It was probably built in... You know, 1900, Mm -hmm. 1890. It's very old. And um, it's a fourplex. So there's like two people below me and then my apartment. And then across the hall, there's another one. And there is an attic, but it's not finished. There's not really a floor up there. Mm -hmm. There's just like tiling and stuff. Yep. So I'm sitting there watching TV or YouTube or whatever I was doing. Probably YouTube. Let's Mm -hmm. get real. (laughs) I was probably watching Jay Schlatt or something. (laughs) And then I hear... um, 
very prominent footsteps right above my head. That's so creepy. Just above my head, walking around the attic, Mm -hmm. which to my knowledge would be impossible because there isn't really floor. Well, and like the way to the attic is right by your door. It's right beside my back door, Mm -hmm. which leads to my second part of the story. I hear walking around upstairs and then I hear like trudging, you know, Mm -hmm. and then a door like the door to get up to the attic is padlocked shut by the owners of the building. What the fuck? And I went and looked immediately after I heard it. Mm -hmm. Still padlocked shut. Oh my God. So fucking weird. I'm convinced that place is haunted though. I know that place is haunted. You've had quite a few experiences because like there used to be you and three other neighbors that lived in the building yes and now it's just you because mm-hmm. all the other neighbors have moved out hmm, wonder why <laughs> but well i'll tell you why they moved out it wasn't because of ghosts it was, well maybe it was but it was because there used to be a crackhead junkie who oh, lived there yeah. <laughs> who uh would try and fight everybody <laughs> he tried to fight us yeah remember we fucking were working on your car and we were walking by and he comes up this guy looked like charles manson straight up <laughs> and he's like what's up so I'm like, nothing, man. Like, you just got to walk by a crackhead. Mm. Like, pay Don't them no engage. Money. Exactly. <laughs> Don't make eye contact. <laughs> then we walk by him and he's like, hey. So we turn around, you know, what's your name? And then we he asked him. us if we wanted to get high. Yeah. You guys want to get high? I'm like, no, we don't want to get high. Well, can I get you guys a little bit high? No, 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 no. We start walking back to my car. He's following us. Mm. You pull out your phone. Sorry, I'm going off on a little side story. It was crazy, though. This is pretty good. You pull out your phone, dial 911, right? Yep. I was ready. Just ready to call the cops. Yeah. I hear him walking behind us, and I think, okay, we got some trouble. Yeah. I had a battery charger in my hand for your car. Mm -hmm. I put it in my car, shut the door, turned around immediately because I knew he was coming at me. Yeah. And he's like, you're the one who fucking called the cops on me. Yeah. Swings at. No, he kicked me. Yeah, he kicked you. He kicked me, so I put my foot or my hand in the way of his foot. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? What's going on? What's going on? Swings at me. Mm-hmm. I duck his punch. I back up. I'm like, calm the fuck down. Calm the fuck down. You fucking <laughs> come around, start screaming at this fool. <laughs> I'm like, please don't do this. I felt like a little chihuahua just like yapping at his ankles. <laughs> I'm trying to fucking diffuse the situation because like... I'll tell you exactly why. I'm not much of a tough guy, you know? Mm. Like, I don't like fighting. <laughs> yeah. I will if I have to, but I will do anything I can to prevent that from happening. Yeah. See, I was just trying to buy you time so that you could get the fucking... Because he was coming after you. Yeah, he's trying to punch me. So I like came up to him like, hit me, bitch. Like, fucking hit me. He's like, oh, I don't hit women. I'm like, fucking hit me. He literally <laughs> to, like, said, hit me, bitch. <laughs> trying to save you time so that you could get to the car. I know, but I'm standing there and I'm like, if he does hit you, bitch, then I have to fucking <laughs> go nuts on this fool and kill this guy. <laughs> So, but I knew he wasn't going to because he told me he doesn't hit women. I so. know, but the reason that I, I was trying to diffuse it so badly is because I had a really bad day at work mm-hmm. that day and I just wanted to leave my house yep. and the I, we were on my way to go. The last thing we needed was a crackhead fucking coming at us. The last fucking thing was Charles Manson point two coming at me, <laughs> swinging at me. So I was like, okay, I'm going to be the bigger man. I'm not going to knock this guy the fuck out. And I'm just going to get in my car and leave. You fucking open the door. Let's fucking go, you motherfucker. Let's fucking punch me, motherfucker. Punch me, bitch. Punch me, little bitch. And I'm like, no, don't punch her, dude. Hey, but it worked. Yeah, it worked. And then I had to tell him, like, I don't know you. I don't fucking care about you. I don't know your name. I don't know what you do. How am I going to call the cops? And then he was like, all right, man, all right. I'm like, all right, man, I'm sorry. And then he's like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> he walked back to his fucking apartment. <laughs> fucking nutso. Situation diffused. Anyways, that was a fun little story about the time we fought a crackhead. <laughs> yeah, anyways, yeah, that's why no one lives there except me, because I'm the only one willing to put up with crackheads. Uh, but yeah, everybody moved out, and then you started hearing all those noises. Yeah, that I would blame on other people and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so it wasn't the other people all along. It was specters mm-hmm. and ghouls. Mm-hmm. Ghosts and goblins. Ghosts and goblins. I hope it's a goblin. <laughs> goblins are sick. It's a skinwalker. No. <laughs> no, it's not. Don't do that to me. Okay, so I got two more stories for you. Okay. Um, this one's pretty short and just weird. 
I lived in a very small town as I was growing up, as I've said in previous episodes, and I was home alone. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever told you this story. I don't know. It's very strange. Uh, home alone, I'm cleaning my room, which didn't happen often, you know, 16 years old, skateboarding, drinking beer, listening to punk. I mean, I was pretty much living in a garbage can, <laughs> but I decided to clean it that day. Mm-hmm. And as I'm cleaning, I bend down to pick something up, and then I hear what sounds identical to a fucking shotgun blast. Oh, yeah, you've told me this story. Yeah. Yeah. Like, within my room. So loud that it, like, fucked my ears up. What the fuck? So I shoot up immediately. I'm looking around my room, thinking maybe something... You know, trying to rationalize it. Like something fell did or something. Did something fall? Yeah, like did a, did, did a door slam? Like mm-hmm. something. But the, no way. It was so loud, it sounded identical to a shotgun. Like gave you tinnitus kind of loud? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like if you've heard a 12-gauge shotgun go off, mm-hmm. that's what it sounded like that's in my room. weird. Yeah. I searched the whole house. Nothing was out of sorts. Mm -hmm. And it's not like it happened outside of my house. Yeah. It was right beside me. You've had a lot more experiences with, like, sounds and stuff, right? Like, it seems like most of your experiences are, like, sound-based, weirdly enough. Yeah, I guess so. I've never really thought about it. Yeah. I haven't seen as much as I've heard. And I've definitely seen and, like, felt more than I've heard. Right. That's weird to think yeah, about. Yeah, mine's definitely like auditory for the most mm-hmm. part. We've both heard that little girl's voice in this house. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Every once in a while, there's just this like very faint little girl's voice that says mommy. So fucking weird. It's fuck. It's strange. Well, because I've heard it before and I thought it was just your daughter. Mm-hmm. And then she would go to her dad's for the weekend mm-hmm. and we'd hear it. Oh, that's not your daughter. Yeah, that's what I thought too when I first started hearing it. Yeah. That she was just like saying it in her room, like playing dolls or something. Like, because it's so faint that it's not like you don't hear it really like loudly, obviously. It's, yeah, it's not so prominent. Mm-mm. But you still hear it and you're like looking around like, what the fuck? And, and we goes- both heard it at the same time. Yeah, yeah. And then she goes to her dad's and there's like no way that it could have been her, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, super weird. And it's clearly like a little girl's voice. It is, yeah. It's very... not like something that sounds like a little girl. Mm-hmm. And it clearly says mommy. Yeah. Like mommy? It's like asking for mommy? their mom or Sorry. something. Mommy? Sorry. <laughs> mommy? Sorry. Just the head of the game with the memes. <clears throat> it's just me watching TikToks in the next room. <laughs> oh, fuck, I hear it again. <laughs> I'm just scared. <laughs> um, I got, uh, I got one more. Okay. I have zero explanation for this, and it is possibly the strangest thing I've ever seen in my life. Okay. I was probably 15 years old at the time, still living in that small town. Um, And there's the town, and then you go down a big hill, and there's like a park. We were riding our bikes down there, Mm -hmm. and a storm was rolling in. Classic. Mm -hmm. And as the storm was rolling in, it was getting pretty scary outside. You know, really dark, really fast, extremely windy. We're like, we got to we gotta get out of here. And on our way back, there's like little walking trails through trees and stuff. Mm-hmm. We're on our bikes through there and we break the trees. We come out into an opening. Mm-hmm. And basically it was high up and then fairly sharp cliffs that go straight down yeah. to where uh, the golf course would be. And then you go farther than that. There's like a, a shooting range and just, I don't know, town yep. ran area, owned area. And we see a woman just out there and the storm's getting scary at this point Mm -hmm. no one should be out she's just out by the edge of the cliff and of course wearing a dress she has long black hair now not so cliche that it's a long like white dress Mm -hmm. but she was wearing a dress and we see her and we're like what the fuck and then she kind of like walks down the hill out of our sight Mm -hmm. so like is she okay you know we're just thinking so rationally at this point we're like we need to go see if this woman's okay yeah so we go over there, and she's not there. And then we, we see her again, like, quite a ways away mm-hmm. on on the edge of the cliff now, before mm-hmm. she was just sort of On like around, the banks area. Yeah, like yeah. on the area, around the area, in the hills. And she's pretty far away from us on the edge of a cliff. And then she kind of just, like, I don't even know how to describe it, like, starts walking down. It's not a straight drop-off. You mm-hmm. probably could walk down the cliff if you, like, climbed your way down. Yeah. But she sort of just, like, climbed or, like, walked her way slowly off out of our sight. And that was it. She was gone. 
That's fucking weird. Yeah, we got the fuck out of there. No shit. So fucked up. Yeah. It's always strange when you see, like, full-blown, like, apparitions. Like, people, it seems like. And it's so hard to, mis- like, tell if they're real or not. <laughs> That's how I feel with that story because it's a it's kind of a vague memory. Mm-hmm. You know, I can see it when I think about it, but it's not, like... Not like it happened yesterday, mm-hmm. but she just looked like a person. Yeah. So it, maybe it was, but I don't know how she did that. Yeah. I remember the one time my family and I were driving somewhere and we were driving over a bridge mm-hmm. and underneath was like a foresty, like just a small little tree area. It's wooded area. Yeah. With like a little river. Yeah. And I seen like a witch, like your <laughs> stereotypical witch. Like the Blair witch? She was wearing like a cape and a hood and she had her hands up in the air and was like waving them and stuff and me being like nine or ten i was like what the fuck and it scared the shit out of me well yeah now i'm like a little bit more like you know i've been outside in the backyard burying jars in my yard at 2 (laughs) a.m you know like i've done some crazy shit you're like i would go wave my hands in the air like i just don't care in a wooded area i would I'd go start a little fire and do some witchy shit in the forest. So, I mean, like, yeah. I get it now, but at the time, I was like, what the fuck? What the like, fuck is that? <laughs> super scary. Is that the antagonist from Banjo-Kazooie? <laughs> <laughs> Just the Blair Witch Project. <laughs> <laughs> More like the Blair Bitch Project. <laughs> Got him. There was one very specific time that i experienced and it made me like not that i ever like doubted the paranormal i've always been like a really firm believer Mm -hmm. but it kind of just like really validated it for me oh let's hear it was after my nana passed away and um i remember having this dream about her and normally you know you have dreams and it's like well it could be you know because you're missing her and you're thinking about her and you're subconscious yada 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 yeah of course this dream was it was too real like it was her through and through how how do you know we were sitting my family and i were sitting at this booth at a restaurant okay and i remember she kept walking past the booth like back and forth and nobody else saw her right just me and then finally she stopped she looked at me and she did like the come here motion the finger yeah yeah so i got up and i gave her a hug and it smelt like it, it smelt like her mm, see that's something people talk about that was so realistic to me yeah that was her way of saying goodbye i don't give a fuck what anybody says yeah whether you believe or not like that to me was firm validation that there's something beyond just death like, well, you don't just die and then nothing, you know? When you know, you know. Well, yeah. You know? Like, like, I've had a lot of weird dreams and stuff, but that one, like, the fact that I could smell her. Yeah, that's huge. And the fact that she gave me a hug and it was after she passed. It was it was her saying goodbye. I don't give a fuck what anybody says, you know? Yeah, yeah. It definitely, like, made me believe even more in the afterlife. So the theory is that she had passed and then after whatever comes after earth she had that form of her visited you to say goodbye yeah i think um i don't know i have like two separate beliefs on what ghosts are i was actually i was just gonna ask you Mm -hmm. like what do you think they are i think in that case it was just her saying goodbye Mm -hmm. before she moved on to whatever is in the afterlife okay so sort of a um conclusive limbo state kind of yeah yeah okay yep but like ghosts obviously stick around forever ghosts you yeah know? like i haven't seen her since i haven't heard anything I haven't had dreams about her since like nothing right that was like the one and only like goodbye and yeah. then that was it um i believe that like some ghosts are like people who have passed on but they're stuck on this realm because they either have unfinished business mm-hmm. or they passed in a tragic way and can't comprehend the fact that they are dead. Right. Or they have like answers or, you know, something that's just like unfinished business. That's a pretty classic. Yeah. 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 Or they simply just don't want to. Right. They just are enjoying being ghosts. <laughs> Which kind of might be fun. Yeah. I hope I'm a ghost when I die. <laughs> right? <laughs> I feel like people have a choice, right? They say go to the white light, right? Yeah. Allow you to cross over. Um, another theory that I have, and this one's kind of like, I don't know, it's, it's debatable depending on what you believe in. Sure. It's, um, so the ghosts that we see or experience are actually just people in that timeline 
living in their timeline. Ah, see, that's a theory that I find very interesting. Mm -hmm. So it's just multiple timelines crossing over each other, past, present, future. Mm -hmm. And they're just living their life. And then you see them because, you know, it crosses over sometimes. It's simultaneously like just all existing at once. Yeah. And then every once in a while they'll see us. Yeah. And we're a ghost to them in quotations. Yes. You know, it's kind of like a weird theory. I don't think it is that weird because time, I mean, this has been talked about a million times. Time in a linear state Mm -hmm. is sort of created by humans uh, so we can understand it better. Mm -hmm. Because in a linear state, like that's the only way you can write it down, Mm -hmm. right? But if we're to think of time as all, as as one, ah, geez, I'm trying to like think of a good way to explain this. Past, present, future coexist all at once. Yeah, yeah. Like every time that has ever happened is always happening. Mm-hmm. So sometimes the veil is thin mm-hmm. and you will see people from the past or the future in, mm-hmm. a, in just a glimpse. Yep. Because you kind of, it bleeds over. Yeah. I like that theory. I do too. Yeah. It's not one that I'm, like, completely set on, but it's an interesting theory. Yeah, yeah. I'm not set on it either. I just... It's cool. It's a fun thought experiment. Yeah, oh, yeah. I have a couple theories myself. Okay. Oh, you know what? Okay, one I like is... um, I think ghosts might just be, like, a imprint on what we do. What do you mean by that? So, say, you know, you're really highly angry... Or you're really highly anxious, very, very high emotions in something that's going on. Mm-hmm. When you're feeling that way, you're leaving sort of a vibe, right? Yep. Because the emotions you're expelling are insane. And it's almost like you're leaving a recording of that instance mm-hmm. in our realm. That's why, like, with murders and stuff, when you go to a, a house where someone was murdered in, highest emotions you can experience pretty much. Mm-hmm are like imprinted on that area. You feel those vibes. Yeah, you feel the vibes. And then what happened before is almost like recorded in time. Mm -hmm. Just because it's it's so heavy. Yeah. That like the ground and the area itself holds on to what had happened. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like a... like a stamp on time. Yeah. You're like pressing yourself into time. Mm Mm-hmm. And then it, it sort of just replays and replays every once in a while. That kind of correlates to the ghost story you told at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, yes. Yeah. 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 So it just replays itself because it's such a horrific moment and that's when they all died. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's, it's sort of just stuck in there. That kind of goes back to the like ghosts are here because they died in a traumatic way. Yeah. And they don't understand why they're here. Or they don't, like, they refuse to believe that they're dead. So yeah. it kind of just, like, replays itself in history. Yeah, like, with this theory, you you know, it's not like a person who died and then doesn't know they're dead or, or, or even are conscious of the fact that they're living life, uh, or not living life, but living as a ghost. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, a recording, basically. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. That would be horrible if that was true. Yeah, if you're conscious of it happening, mm-hmm. but like in my head, you're not conscious. It's uh, it's yeah. just like a it's like a movie. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. like a hologram almost. Mm-hmm. So that's an interesting theory that I have. Yeah, that is. I don't know. Obviously, I don't know if any of these things are true. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I love this one. I love this one. This theory because it not only plays into ghosts but it also works for like cryptids and stuff mm-hmm. which uh, once you start listening to my horror episodes you'll find out that I'm a big fucking nerd <laughs> and I love talking about cryptids i love this theory that like we live in this universe this dimension mm-hmm. but i like to think and this is something that i actually do believe i like to think that certain parts of the world have a thinner veil to like the dimension beside us oh yeah 100 percent. like skinwalker ranch Mm -hmm. is a place where the veil is thinner absolutely yeah Uh, the bermuda triangle is a place where the veil is thinner Mm -hmm. so like you have two things existing in the same space but we can't interact with each other Mm -hmm. but certain parts of this earth have a very thin thin veil that Mm -hmm. you can see through and they, they bleed over and you can interact with each other. Yeah. 
No, that makes a ton of sense because that's why there's only like specifically haunted places. Yeah. Like haunted houses or haunted areas or stuff like that would be where it's thinner. Yes. That's interesting. That's like one of my favorite theories. And I don't remember if I heard that somewhere or if I came up with it myself because I do a lot of thinking about the... useless unknown bullshit (laughs) the unknown (laughs) but uh yeah i think that's my favorite theory on what ghosts are and also you know cryptids and all that kind of shit yeah i like that a lot actually yeah they all kind of like like they're all kind of similar you know what i mean yeah and i think in the nature of speaking about the unknown there's only a few answers for like what could these things be that Mm -hmm. are the same always there's only a few answers One thing that, like, always baffles me is that, like, it's the unknown for a reason. Nobody knows, right? It's impossible to know. Until you die. Yeah. And then once you're dead, it's not like you can come back and be like, oh, yeah, this is the way it is. And when you die, you might not even know. Yeah. Who knows? It's so weird to me. (laughs) Like, I don't know. There's, I believe in the paranormal so much that I find it hard to believe that there's people out there that don't. That there's skeptics, that there's people that just like completely disregard the fact that there's an entire, like multiple realms out there. Yeah. How do you not believe in like ghosts and just like the paranormal in general? I know. know? I feel the same way. I'm I'm so interested in the stuff that I forget other people don't believe in it. So Mm. when I when I go like, yeah, well, it was probably a ghost or something like that, and people are like. Uh, yeah. Maybe if they were real. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, right. There's people that don't believe that shit. Yeah, some people don't even think that that exists. That's they crazy. think it's all movie magic. Crazy. And it goes back to the, like, well, how do you believe it if you haven't seen it, you know? Yeah. But I've watched enough paranormal videos in my day. Yeah. <laughs> Tons of paranormal videos. You and I have seen probably... I'd say 80% of all paranormal videos. Oh, yeah. That's one thing that we love to do is just sit and watch. Whether it's ghosts, cryptids, fucking gins. Monsters. Whatever it is, you know, we've seen a ton of videos of them. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of it, it's... It, maybe it could be described as, like, something... Uh, what's the word I'm looking Logical? For? Yeah, something logical. But a lot of it's like, okay, what the fuck? Like, that would be too hard to try and fake. Mm-hmm. And, like, a lot of the videos that we watch are on these, like... They're filmed on fucking 2000 Nokias. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Blurry shit where, like, you can't go back and, like, add CGI mm-hmm. and edit it because it's just, like, too low quality to be able to do that. And even if you could, the one thing I find the most intriguing, um, my, I wouldn't say my favorite. My favorite spooky videos are of uh, creatures. Mm-hmm. But uh, something I love a lot is that a lot of the videos we watch feature shadow people. Mm-hmm. The shadow people that we see... They always do the same thing. They move and interact the exact same way. Mm -hmm. Whether it's here, India, China, Japan, it doesn't matter. They're always peeking around corners and then ducking out of sight or standing in a window or walking past something. Like it's always the same. But like that's all fine and dandy, but it's specifically the way that they move for Mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. Like they all move the same way. And I find it very hard to believe that somebody in uh, a wealthy country who has the technology to make this has the same technology and the exact same skill set mm-hmm. as everybody else all the way to extremely poor countries mm-hmm. where they can't afford cameras that look better than a fucking, like you said. Like a potato. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, you film that shit on a brick. Mm-hmm. And it, it moves the exact same way yeah. all over the world. Mm-hmm. Extremely intriguing to me. And they're common all over the world, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, I don't know, like that's one of my favorite pastimes is just to sit and watch spooky videos. Like I love that shit. Oh, I love it so much. I know like you like the creature ones the most. Yeah. Those ones fucking scare me the most. Yeah, yeah. Ghost ones I can handle. Sometimes they get me like, ooh, you know, you get like lift your feet up off the fucking floor and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like the creature ones, I remember there was that one and this guy recorded it on just like an outside camera that he had. Yep. And he, during the recording, he was on the phone with the police. No, 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 no. Yeah. Okay, we'll continue, but I think I know what you're talking about and I think it, we're thinking different things. <laughs> I'm just telling you a story. Ah, no, you're wrong. Wrong. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> 
no he was recording this creature on the outside camera and at the time he was on the phone with the police because he kept telling people that he had seen this fucking creature outside of his house and nobody believed him the white language yeah that fucking thing oh i'm good. i just got chills thinking about it that one disturbed the hell out of me okay so he uh he, i was thinking the right video he's recording on an ipad mm-hmm. through a screen door right okay yeah. and he's on the yeah. phone with his friend and he's they like, told it's him it's back to call man it's back man yeah that one yeah oh yeah <laughs> i'm actually gonna do an episode on uh justin's horror jabba about those cryptids those are fucked that fucking scared me and the way it like inches forward towards the camera i have goosebumps right now <laughs> it's just that one got me i don't know and it's like burnt into my brain i can't not think about it without getting fucking like they're you know? scary 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 creatures yeah. same creature as um there's this video of a young 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 man uh you know if i had to guess i'd say 14 He's yep. filming on his cell phone, and he's just filming a little fort area. Mm-hmm. And he's like, this is where, this is the thing me and my cousin built. So cool. It's kind of in the woods a little bit, off a road. Mm-hmm. And then he sees something rustling in the trees, and he's like, what is that? He's filming the whole thing. Is that a cow? And then one of those things mm-hmm. fucking runs at him Ugh. on all fours and then gets up on all twos. Well, they're like, there's the creatures that live in caves. Mm-hmm. that have not seen light yeah. or the sunlight or anything and they're like hybrids of humans mm-hmm. but they just haven't seen the light and they haven't been in this like out in like the universe <laughs> to experience life yeah. and they're just hiding away in these caves forever yeah and it's possible yes so possible because of course like, it's possible it's just the way they adapted over time like us as humans we experience sunlight and this and that you know we've yep. become accustomed to what our life is now but these creatures it could have been like something born in a cave and that's just where it grew up and then it just they kept going and yep. these weird fucking like wet <laughs> <laughs> creatures it's so gross yeah oh god it's scary stuff and i just love it like you wouldn't believe mm-hmm. see ghosts and stuff don't bother me but it's the fucking ghosts, real creatures creatures scare the shit out of me but i'd love to see a cryptid uh in passing although not i wouldn't really because reports say that when you see one oftentimes they kind of fuck your shit up like uh sometimes you get a lot of brain fog mm-hmm. and you just you know you get all weird you, equilibrium gets all fucked up and sometimes reports of uh developing cancer hmm. um interesting which i will go into more in other episodes but yeah so i wouldn't really want to see a cryptid but i would just to just to say you did yeah no. i know that um skinwalkers I was having very high anxiety not too long ago. Yeah. Talked about it in a previous episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the fears that I had was a skinwalker was going to break into the house. That's like kind of irrational, but not really. Because then I, the more you talk about them and the more you think about them, the closer they get. Yeah, that's that's the lore behind them. They're kind of like a talpa, right? So you sort of think them into ex- not think them into existence like a talpa, but, but you, you give them energy by thinking yeah, about them. Yes. And I fucking couldn't stop thinking about them. You keep <laughs> looking across the road, I see. I know. Well, there's a truck driving. Oh. <laughs> I was I kept thinking about them and like talking about them because I was scared and I was like, "Fuck, I can't I got to stop this because they're going to they're going to be here soon." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Super creepy. I you know what though ghosts scare me more when really? we watch yeah when we watch ghost videos especially for whatever reason the ones from Japan mm, yeah fuck my life up that one in that shop do you remember mm. it's like a pinata store yep <laughs> your face yep I remember that one and he's like using the CCTV cameras and he's filming these <sighs> pinatas that he. <laughs> <laughs> and there's just this fucking face in the middle of them. I that feel was sick. disturbing. Or the one where they're like they're out in the woods and they find that uh I think they're ghost adventurers or, or no, they weren't. They weren't. Just urban explorers. Probably. Urban explorers. Yeah. And they find like um not really like a treehouse, but sort of a cabin. Mm-hmm. And as they're going in, that fucking fucking face in the <laughs> fucking window. So vague. I don't know if you remember, but that one is drilled into my brain. That yeah. shit is scary. See, stuff like like that, the faces and stuff, the really scary fucked up oh. images, that scares me. But like just paranormal activity, like doors opening, stuff like that. Yeah, it's scary, but it's not enough to make me like actually 
feel fear. What about the one where it's just uh, filming the guy's living room overnight and then the lamp just bends down at the table? Ooh, yeah. No, I didn't like that. That I just was got disturbing. Goosebumps. Yeah. Just got goosebumps thinking about it. Or the one guy who fucking... He has this, like, woman that he talks about all the time in his videos. Yeah. And she's obsessed with this teddy bear in the one room. She's oh, always, yeah, like, yeah. moving the teddy bear, and he'll catch, like, glimpses of her sitting on, the, like, this chair in the mirror yeah, as he yeah, pans yeah, yeah. the room. The one time he, like, goes into Ooh. the room because he heard something. Yeah. The door slams shut behind him. Yep. He opens it up, and his living room is just fucking tore apart. Yeah. Like, couches flipped upside down. And that was live video. Yeah. I know the video you're talking about. Mm-hmm. It was not recorded and doctored that was on live yeah how do you explain that shit (laughs) we're both just sitting here with goosebumps we're not even doing a podcast anymore (laughs) we're just like swapping stories of scary things that we both remember personally and we're like i'm so freaking scared right now you get the worst goosebumps though i get such bad goosebumps we'll be sitting there and i can always tell when you're scared because my legs will be over top of yours and i just feel your fucking hairs poking the back of my legs are you scared no I'm not even scared. Oh, I can feel it. You are. <laughs> oh, really? Because you feel like a fucking braille. If I was blind, I could read you right now, dude. I could read your fucking leg hair. You're scared as shit, dude. <laughs> you feel like a soft little cactus. Relax. Anyways, we'll stop rambling about uh, videos that we've seen that you guys haven't. <laughs> <laughs> if I find links for them, I'll, I'll put them up on Twitter or Honestly, something. Honestly, just go watch Nukes Top 5. Yeah, big shouts out to Nukes Top yeah. 5. He's like our every week tradition. We just watch all of his videos and he has like the best fucking spooky videos ever. It's like highlights of spooky videos from all across the world. Yeah, yeah. People send stuff into him all the time. He's he's amazing. And then he narrates them and yeah, it's great. Speaking of which, we have to catch up on Nukes. There's only like two new episodes. I think we're good. Well, that's like an hour of content. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, that has been the first Halloween on Christmas. We're going to make this a yearly tradition. You bet your bottom dollar. (laughs) Every single year around Christmas time, we are going to flourish in the English Victorian ages and tell spooky stories and cover things that are also spooky. So, if you liked it, you just got to wait another year. Well, we'll do it on Halloween, too. But, I mean, that's still another year. True. Yeah. Halloween, the whole month is probably going to be spooky, spooky. Mm, That's a good idea, actually. All October, just keep it spooky. So, thank you for listening to Halloween on Christmas with the definition of fuck. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We had a ton of fun. So much fun. This is I'm in my element right now. <laughs> Something a little bit different, but you know, we like to spice it up every now and then and add in some different content other than just self-help. And speaking of which, next week we're getting right back into it. Next week we're going to reflect on the year. Yep. Um bring in, you know, the new year with a good with the good vibes. The good vibes. Talk about what happened this year and things we're looking forward to next year and things you can look forward to next year. Mm-hmm. Lots of good advice for the new year, for sure. I'd and um also i just want to bring up the fact that spotify now has a rating system really yeah okay i didn't know this Mm -hmm. and i'm a spotify boy Mm -hmm. you can go into spotify now if that's where you listen to our podcast and rate us five stars uh apple has always had that feature so please you know just scroll down it takes two seconds even while you're listening to the episode scroll down rate us five stars you don't even have to leave a review but those extra stars help us push this podcast even further if you do leave a review we appreciate it oh yeah we always like appreciate we always appreciate everything and anything that you guys do the nice messages the questions that you write in the five-star reviews everything we appreciate and love every single fucking one of our listeners this podcast is going better than i would have even imagined us oh yeah it going you know right from the beginning oh yeah we didn't even talk about that on the podcast we just hit number 175 oh fuck yeah we just hit we got top 200 yeah of all canadian comedy podcasts or is it all comedy podcasts in canada it's the same thing well the way i hear it is like (laughs) (laughs) so is it the canadian podcast or the podcast in canada (laughs) well because a canadian podcast is a podcast that is made in canada but comedy podcasts like we can be in the top 200 comedy podcasts in the country of canada that's what it is okay they're the same thing well no because one is a canadian podcast which we are 
but Canadian then, comedy podcast. Yeah, but then one of them is just a comedy podcast in in the country of Canada. Oh including, my Lanta. I including don't... all podcasts. In Canada. Just Canadian specific. I know, I know. <laughs> okay. Okay, so... anyways. <laughs> we hit one seventy five top two hundred of Canadian comedy podcasts. Whatever you think that is, <laughs> you roll with it. That's the one we're at. <laughs> We're doing amazing. All thanks to you guys, because honestly, we wouldn't be able to be there without our listeners. You're the freaking so, sweetest and the loveliest. Oh, the humblest, the most attractive, the, the smartest. Best fucking listeners ever. We love you guys. We appreciate you guys. And if you guys could show us that love back by, you know, rating, subscribing, following, um, sharing our podcast with your friends even, that's great too. Oh yeah, word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Any sort of support, we love it. And with that being said, we will close up this week's episode. We hope you guys enjoyed it, and we will see you guys next Monday. Happy holidays.